let's go. Kansas City at Baltimore, and they're favored by four. Are you taking the deal or not? No deal. The NFC Championship game, the Detroit Lions at the San Francisco 49ers, that has swelled to 7.5 points for the 49ers at home. Deal or no deal? No deal there either. I'm taking the deal. So two X's from him, two check marks from me. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, welcome everybody. Oh yeah, I'm feeling it. I hope you are too. And I'll tell you why. Moose joins us. I think we're headed for a lot of fun for Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. And for the first time in my life, Darren, Serena, and I, we went to uh, Super Bowl two years ago in Los Angeles. But we kind of went as spectators, which is fine. But now I got an actual role at this year's in Las Vegas in a couple weeks. I'm excited about that. I think it's going to be fun. Um, I don't know what to say. Jay in Winnipeg asked why we call you Moose. I told him to Google Moose DuPont, Darren. And get back to us. Yeah, I saw that. In and goes Andre. He goes Andre Dupont Rod. What's the connection? They have the same name, <laughs> Dupont. Yeah, that's why we call him Moose. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand what you what you don't understand. By the way, Arash Arash Madani will be with us later this hour from Baltimore. He was at the game, the AFC Championship yesterday, 17-10. The Ravens lost to Kansas City. Uh, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg writes in. He says, "I enjoy listening to Arash Madani because of his extremely soothing voice. It reduces my blood pressure within moments." To be honest, I never really thought about it, but I'll be paying attention for when Arash joins us later. Um just trying to recap for everybody what we're talking about here today. We've talked about the NHL. There's one game left before they go on the All-Star break, and it's Nashville at Ottawa tonight. And we've been asking people, how do you feel about your team at the break? And it's been interesting for those that have written in. For the most part, every, for the most part everybody feels good about their team. You were not hearing from Senators fans. I guess we heard from a Blackhawks fan <laughs> and Mydale Mike. and. As he said, he's looking forward to the draft lottery. But as we flash back to the uh, NFL leftovers and the big story from Championship Sunday, and mine, Championship, if I was in a big fish contest, I'd have won the championship on Sunday. It would have been Championship <laughs> Sunday for me because, and I forgot to mention something. We're gonna, I'm going to get to this very important detail. Brent Waltman took me. He owns one of the largest meat and seafood distributor companies in Florida. But we are from the same town, basically. And he discovered me on Facebook through a Panthers group. And as it turns out, we used to date the same girl. Did I tell you that? Did I tell you that, Darren? In the morning meeting, that, that yeah. may have came that, up. That's how small the world is yeah, up that's here. That's a fact. <laughs> right. You wouldn't understand. People would not understand. It's literally a Saskatchewan thing. Uh, so he took me fishing yesterday. We caught a 40-pound sailfish, which I guess, as you say, that's a big deal. Uh, yeah, fishing there. I, it's a, the first fish I ever caught, really. So, yeah, it was a big deal for me, too. 40 pounds, though. We had room. We could have bring in, brought in bigger. And where was I going with this? Other than, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Rod, for bringing myself back on point. So our poll question today is for our friends at Key Auto Group, and it is, did uh, Dan Campbell cost his team 
the game in the NFC Championship football game yesterday. It was the 34-31 was the final right. And I just want to tell you that our poll question is brought to you by Key Auto Group, as it is daily at Key Auto Group. You can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. I posted to Facebook the meme uh, from Tory Gurley's comments here on Friday that uh, eventually for Detroit, Cinderella is going to turn into a pumpkin. And I'll be honest, if you can, with moderation, go into social media and read comments from people, like don't get stuck there, just enjoy a few and then leave, like just a little small dish of ice cream, don't eat the whole carton, you'll be okay. Right? Uh, <laughs> yes. Wayne writes in regarding Dan Campbell going for it on fourth and two from the 28, the opposition 28-yard line, turning it over. And it was on. Okay, hang on. Wayne Sovereign writes in on Facebook, and he says, it's called kick field goals, and don't be stupid. It cost him a seat at the table. Put him down as a yes. I said no, that it was one play in a football game in which they gave up 24 points in the second half. Uh, Jeff Gervais says those two failed fourth down. Okay, it was two plays. He says those two failed fourth down gambles were the difference. Should have gone for the points. Rookie coach mistakes. Yeah, but he's not a rookie. So. No. Adrian writes in and says poor, poor coaching decisions. You take the points. And I like this one from Rick Haglin, who watches our show every day. He says Cinderella never turns into a pumpkin. So. He's the one guy that caught the, the, the glitch in the quote from Tory. <laughs> in the right? quote. I know. But you know what? Like, go back to the end of the first half for all the people saying kick the field goal. You know, if Dan Campbell doesn't go for it on fourth down and kick the field goal on that last, and he kicks the field goal on the last drive before the half, there's enough time for San Francisco to get the ball back and, and score a touchdown. But he kept the drive going. And they ended up getting a field goal anyways. But it worked out. They took all the time off the clock and didn't give San Fran a chance to put some points on the board late in the half. I mean, as you said, it's the ultimate hindsight sport. And to sit here now and say, well, they only lost by three, those two field goals would have been the difference. There's no saying it would have been. The game would have been completely different after that, the way it was played. We don't really know how it would have played out. And at the end of the day, as you said, and I agree, if he had the chance to do it all over again, he'd probably do it again. There's no doubt. Jeff, the Stams fan, says, uh, if the fourth down gambles work, Campbell's a coaching genius. And he goes on to say, 40 pounds. Wow, was that tiring to bring in, the selfish? No, it wasn't at all. But I work out a lot at Johnny O's gym. So, no, it was The guys, obviously, Jeff wasn't watching at the start of the show when I said uh, I was gripping that thing for dear life because I didn't know what was on the other end of the line. And the guys were laughing at me that I was like putting so much into it, you know, and I did feel kind of bad. Like Brent, he's a fisherman. He gets it. It was his boat. He does this every weekend. He was like, you know, he put up a fight, but they get tired. I wasn't going to get tired. He wasn't going to win. Like in a way, did I feel bad for the fish? A little bit. We did let him go again for those people that get upset about these kinds of things. It is amazing to grow up in the rural cowboy way like I did, where like Rody, the, 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 the animal rights people, I get that you have your feelings, but we're still going to go do it. That's the rodeo thing. 
And as far as fishing, we did throw it back. So it's none of your business. Bill Edwards writes in. He says, sounds like a good fish story. <laughs> what does he say? Pick. That's that damn heart pops up on the thing. I can't read what else he said. Anyways, depending on the betting company you use, we use BetRegal. Thank you for the reminder. The text line's open, 902-518-3033. BetRegal, our official betting partner, has the San Francisco 49ers as one-point favorites for the Super Bowl and Super Bowl 58. Other betting companies have the 49ers as two-point favorites. I do expect that to change. But I am still surprised, and I feel like a lot of our audience is surprised that the Chiefs aren't favored at all for this game. And I think if it's two or one point today, Darren, no matter what the, the spread is, depending on injuries and so forth, that the 49ers will always be favored. If they open as favorites would you not, over the next two weeks, would you not be shocked? Would you be shocked if it flipped and the Chiefs became favored? Whether it be one to yeah, eight points, I, I mean, don't feel like that's going to happen. I honestly think the money's going to come in. Um, where's the money going to come in here? Probably on San Fran. So I think what you're going to see is the line is going to grow. So if, we, if Bet Regal has it at one, I think this is a great opportunity to get in on San Fran if you think the 49ers are going to win the game um, because that line will probably get bet up a little bit. The more money that comes in on San Fran, the higher the line will go. It'll go to 1.5, 2, 2.5, maybe even as high as 3 until money comes back in on, on the Chiefs. Um, but I think based on the regular season and some of the other factors, I think you know the 49ers probably were, we, we could have expected them to open as the favorite. But you know, as I've heard this morning on several shows and on social um, from betting people, they're, they're done betting against the Chiefs. Doesn't matter what the odds say. Doesn't matter what the numbers say. Um, they're just done betting against the Chiefs because the intangible that you can't count for is Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. They are unbelievable. And if you want to put Spagnolo, wow. the defensive coordinator, in there, um, it's a masterclass what they did against the Ravens. I think they got to be favored. I, but what the hell do I know? I try not to give betting advice. Boy, this show is getting spicy today and a hell of a lot of fun. And I'll tell you spicy. why in a second. Uh, but Brent Waltman, Brent Waltman, the guy that took us fishing yesterday, writes in and says, Rod did an awesome job and followed instructions like a champ. Congrats on your first sale and a new passion. And he says, it was a pleasure to have you aboard and thanks for lunch at Fregats. That's the name, Fregats. Um, I had a hell of a lot of fun, but they take it a lot more seriously than I thought. Uh, it's 111 Eastern, and I've seen that number 111 or 11-11 like six times today. It's unbelievable. Beautiful. Um, Bill Edwards clearly does not follow my social media, and that's okay. But all the photos of the fishing are on there. Rod Peterson on Facebook. I guess I should have put it on the show page. Maybe I still will. Instagram, Rod Peterson official. Or... Clark has the photo here right now. Courtesy my guy, Elijah, he took this thing. So that, that's probably more than 40 pounds, but that's Brent, the guy that's writing in right now on YouTube watching the show. He's the guy that worked at Proby's Meats in Avonlea as a, kid, as a teen. We probably, I bought meat from him, or my mom did, back in the day. And that's me in the flag of Florida hat and smiling like a butcher's dog. 
pardon the pun. So it happened, Bill. That's it. That's the sailfish, and we did throw it back. Uh, Wayne in BC says, so we're not allowed to eat fish anymore, or only if you buy it in a store? Not go fishing and catch your fish. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to start a holy war here, but it's just where do you <laughs> yeah, think? Yeah, it's a pass. Where do you think this comes from? Hmm? You don't want to start a holy that's war? Just, me that, either. Yeah, that's a pass yeah. from me, dog. Uh, yeah, moving on. No, um, that's, hey, <laughs> those arguments are as old as time. They're going to keep coming up from people who don't eat the, uh, don't eat the animals. And you know what? There's no PETA patrolling the lions when they're, you know, going around the, uh, the Sahara and, uh, or the Serengeti picking on the defenseless animals. Nobody's uh, getting mad at the lions. We're just higher on the food chain. Yeah, listen, I am not going to let Karens ruin my day. What's the male version of a Karen? Is there one? I don't know. I don't you know, know what know, the Karen, Karen is. You do, I think, a Chad? Did you say a Chad, Clark? A Chad? No, I don't think it's Chad. You have? Okay. So our but I think the term isn't about that. It's not, there. yeah, it's not quite the same. It's more of like the stereotypical douchey guy is like a Chad or a Brad or a, you know, they have some of those stereotypical, uh, you know? Okay. Okay. So the poll question is for Key Auto Group, did Lions coach Dan Campbell cost his team the game on Sunday? This Karen, thank you, it's for uh, Key Auto Group, this Karen, but his actual name is Morgan. Writes in and goes, the BC Lions coach is Rick Campbell, not Dan, and they played their last game in November. All right. <laughs> oh, we lost him. I hope they're just trying to take, you know, play gotcha. That's what I really hope they're trying to do is just play gotcha, you know, just try and get under your skin um, and do it on purpose. But I don't really know. Look, um, we're really close to a break anyways. So let's just take a break, I think. Right, Clark? What do you think? Oh, we got you back. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. No, no, it's good. just, I don't know what it is here. If it took this long for it to happen, then I'm pretty happy with that. You think the guy's just trying to get our goat? I was listening. Um, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess that's a pot. Oh, it's just, I don't understand. Why would you be like that? We put hashtag NFL. Yeah, I get it. Just trying to get our goat. Don't let him. Yeah, good point. You're far better at that than me. As I learned from my <laughs> uh, spiritual life coach on two Saturdays ago, Rod, not every action reserve, uh, deserves a reaction. Wow, oh, I have a tough time biting my lip. Bad at that. <laughs> uh, a couple of quick text messages here, which is why I have a show. Dougal Cameron uh, writes in from Calgary and says, Hey, Rod, as far as the Flames coaching mess, are there any more Sutters they can call? What's going on now isn't working. I don't even, I have no idea. Ask them. I'm not going to, last time I talked about that, got a lot of people all upset. They, they misconstrued what I meant, and we haven't talked since. So leave me out of it. David in Winnipeg writes in and says, TSN analyst calling for Dan Campbell's head. I assume he's talking about our guy Sanchez, David Sanchez. I saw him ripping apart Dan Campbell yesterday. 
So it says he can't be trusted by his players to make the right decisions in crunch time. Overreaction? Ooh. We will pause and come back and delve into that and more. That's a delicious one. Thank you, David and Winnipeg, for bringing it up. We'll be right back. We are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop. EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, everybody. We're having a gooder today. I mean, everyone's great, but this one feels especially good. And I want to tell you that the Telemiracle 5050 online is live right now you can purchase your tickets at telemiracle5050.com you only got to be 18 years of age or over and physically in saskatchewan to get your tickets they're on sale until february 23rd i saw the countdown we have like 25 days or something but get your tickets now and don't make them sweat winner gets half the final uh, jackpot that's how 5050s work the other half goes to telemiracle 48 supporting saskatchewan's charity if you want to know what your money is going to, visit telemiracle.com to learn how the Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day in Saskatchewan to improve their independence and quality of life. Let's bring Moose DuPont back in, trying to keep my mind on topic. It's not easy. That's why I feel like, well, I used to carry a pen and paper around with me all the time. I was that guy. Now you put notes in your phone. I feel like I need a pen and paper right now. <laughs> Everything's on the table, Moose, and that's okay. But oh, yeah. all in, we'll get back to the Davis, J Davis Sanchez accusing uh, Dan Campbell of losing his team, his players, in a second. But Colin in Ottawa, I, I do want to display the national, if not international, scope of this program. Colin in Ottawa writes in, and he says, I'm kind of wondering why I'm wasting my time and money Going to the Sens game tonight, we're still going to be last in the conference, no matter if we win. It's the last game before the NHL All-Star break, Nashville at Ottawa, and I will just say, as a certified mental health coach, there's a pearl in your words somewhere. You're saying you wonder why you're doing it, so you want me to ask you, why are you doing it? But I'm not going to bite. 
No, I am. Why are you doing it, Colin? Like, you have to understand, every city has their team, right? In Toronto, it's the Leafs. In Calgary, it's the Flames. In Dallas, it's the Cowboys. Here in South Florida, it's the Dolphins. They're going to sell out every game, whether they win or not. It's just the way that it is. Do you know what I mean? So the point, and, and, and it's like the old, um, it's kind of like the gas boycott back in the day. Are you old enough, Darren? I say that somewhat facetiously. Were you driving when they had the gas? Don't buy <laughs> gas today. Well, you're never going to get everybody on board. So you do you. You know what I mean? And that's what you're yeah. doing, Colin. But as long as you people... God bless Don Cherry. As long as you people keep buying tickets, it ain't going to change. And I'm not, I'm not, do whatever you want to do. But as long as that saddle dome still sold out. And listen, that's the thing. Have I said this on the show? Speaking of the wide depths of what we do, you and Clark are Leaf fans. What did we decide, Clark? Jordan's a Montreal Canadiens fan because why not? Serena's an Oilers fan. I'm a, obviously a Panthers fan. That's what I think it's going to be for as long as possible. And because of the time we've spent in Calgary, and I had a great meeting with the Flames this summer, and in that meeting with them, because, but, you know, don't get mad at me. Don't shoot the messenger that you can't win consistently or make the playoffs, Flames. Don't. Because there are good people in the organization. There are. And the guy on the other end of the meeting and the, you know, representing them said, we're not struggling to sell tickets. Actually, I said, it was me. I said, it doesn't look like you're struggling to sell tickets. And he said, no, we're not. It's a fact. He wasn't being cocky about it. Go look at the attendance figures in the NHL. So as long as you go and buy your tickets and buy your merchandise or watch the games on TV, support the sponsors, nothing's going to change. End of story. That's not, I'm not telling you what to do, Darren. You feel me, right? Oh, yeah. I get it. And that's what's going to happen. And we're creatures of not only the habit, but we, you know, we still want to be there and we want them to be better. But we, again... Unless you actually don't show up or you see things like that, nothing's really going to change. You know, I remember, yeah, a little bit of the gas boycott, but then specifically, um, I think we were both living in Regina at the time when the refinery was going through their labor disputes and they all said, don't get gas at the co-op. Don't get gas at the co-op. Well, the truth of the matter is you're going to fill up wherever is convenient. You know, we're not loyal to one gas station or the next gas station. We're loyal to whichever one has the lowest sign, the lowest uh, price per liter of gasoline, and whichever one's closest to where you live, right? When the tank's empty, where's the closest gas station? There's no loyalty there. You know? No, so, especially. That's what I think of. Now more than ever. Oh, and that's what, why these shows are so much fun. And I, I, I caution and advise you to not pay attention to anything we say. And don't ever take my betting advice. And obviously don't take Darren's or Jim Barker's. Because they both said Baltimore's going to win the Super Bowl. And they got their ass handed to them yesterday. So that's what these shows do. But if you could, that's why I'm trying to get it more and more and more of bringing the former athletes on. Not as much media people. I mean, the media people are fun, but they haven't been in the trenches. 
Okay? That's why I've instructed Clark. You can get the media people on, that's fine. But I want the ex-players, the Ron Dugays, the Dave Babiches, the Gus Ferrats, the Tory Gurleys, because they've been there. Period. That's one. Two, when they sit and talk about free agency and who's going to go where, and the fans bitch when they lose their favorite players because they go sign something. Like here, Radko Gudis went to Anaheim because they offered him a whole bunch more money than the Panthers were. But they love, uh, they love Radko Gudis here. And, but, you know, fans got upset about that. Fans get upset in Canada when they lose their... It's a fan thing. But as I sit with the players, you know what they say? Obviously, I'm not going to name who they were. But they're like, oh, yeah, you get mad at me because I took another million per year. Meanwhile, you would cross the street for another dollar more from Safeway to Sabon Foods. If another dollar more an hour, you would, you would do it. Because I went for a million, you're mad. That's what the players say. FYI. It's all about... And Jim Barker put on a master class here on Friday. Was anybody paying attention? When I talked about the volatility in the sport, the coaching world now, and which, by the way, he goes, it's no more volatile now than it's ever been. And to be honest, I'll defer to his wisdom and his age. He's probably right. It just seems more volatile now. What did we open the show talking about an hour ago? NHL radio this morning said in the NHL this year, this is the year of the fired coach and I think if you went back and looked at the last several years there were probably just as many coaches fired so we get caught what do you call it prisoners of the moment yes. but to go a little further down the line and Jim Barker was talking about football per se but like here Vic Fangio they tied a can to the Vic Fangio the Dolphins defensive coordinator when he came here he was going to be the next Belichick one year gone overboard like that fish that we threw in yesterday uh, so Jim Barker went on to say in that interview, he goes, I'm 67 years old. I don't have a lot of close friends. He goes, because he goes, we're in a put yourselves first, looking after yourself first world. It's not conducive for the team first mentality of, that's needed for success. Yeah, that's what Jim said. And that's all sports. And he goes, I don't have a lot of friends because what do you do when you're a, let's just say a football coach, you bring in your friends. Because those are the guys you trust. And when you start losing, yeah. you fire them. And guess what? They don't talk to you again. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't. And the inner <laughs> office ahead. politics and backstabbing or, you know, it, it was interesting the perspective that Jim put on that because he's like, what am I supposed to do? I really like my, my, quarter, my quarterback's coach or my running back's coach. But I can't go for dinner with him because if, the coordinator sees me going for dinner with the running backs coach. He's going to think that I'm leaning on him for advice and I'm not trusting the coordinator. And if, you know what I mean? If the GM goes for dinner with one of the position coaches instead of the head coach, it's like, oh my God, looking over my shoulder. Is he going to take my job? Does he want him to coach the team? So it's all of this politics and, you know, what does it mean when she goes out for dinner with him or he messages her on social media? You know, it's high school stuff. Yeah. When you say, do I know what you mean? I lived it for 36 years. That's why I don't want to do it anymore. You know, yeah. I, just this morning I was talking with, um, let's call him Joe. 
And we were talking about a guy that's just absolutely out of his mind that we know paranoid that somebody's going to try and take his job. And I, I said to Joe, do you know who he thinks is going to take his job? He goes, let me guess, the guy sitting right beside him. I'm like, yes! Yes! <laughs> Normal people would not believe this! Uh, Allie in Texarkana says, maybe go to dinner with all of them? Yeah, but who's going to pick up the tab? So. Wayne NBC says, uh, Jim Barker's an awesome guest and has some great analysis. I'm glad he's on the RP show every Friday. It's brought to you by EMJ Marketing, by the way. They'll find the perfect keynote speaker for your event. Look up Joe at emjmarketing.com. Regarding stopping buying tickets, which, by the way, I'm not advocating anybody do that. I don't need the teams mad at me any more than they already are. But Patrolman Peter Winnipeg says, not buying tickets is actually a smart move. Once Canada Life Center stopped being sold out every night, we started getting some ticket deals. Glenn in Medicine Hat, regarding the coach of the Detroit Tigers, he says, quote from Dan Campbell, I understand the scrutiny I'll get. It's part of the gig, unquote. Glenn says, I appreciate men who don't duck being accountable. Will the players step up too? Probably not, but that's why I think Davis Sanchez, I don't agree with him here. And for what, why does Davis Sanchez care so much? Like, we love Sanch. And he loves me. He told me. We got to get him on again, Clark. This week, if possible. I know we got a lot of openings. Sanchez went on there. And is it, like I saw this thing basically accusing Dan Campbell of being high. He's like, he's coaching. Did you see his tweet? Davis Sanchez was like, He's coaching this game like he's playing Madden with a six-foot bong in his basement. I'm a, and then is he saying the players will lose faith in Dan Campbell because of these decisions? Because I don't think that they will. All year long, what did I hear? The players in Detroit love Dan Campbell because he's been there. He played on the line. He would fight you tooth and nail up and down the field all game long, which he did. And he would never ask you to do anything that he didn't do himself. They would run through fire for that guy. And now because he wants to go for it on fourth and two, they're going to turn on him? Sorry, I disagree. Well, the other one I saw, and I'm just looking it up here, um, <clears throat> was from Farhan. Farhan, I believe, was in San Francisco for the game. Um, <clears throat> here's the quotes, and I just pulled it up from TSN. From Farhan, said Dan Campbell kicked the kneecaps out of his own team with those fourth quarter decisions. And also went on to say, this is the one I think that is being brought up. The final decision to go for it when you have the chance to tie the game, that's unconscionable. In a different context, that is a fireable offense. And that was from Farhan on SportsCenter last night with Jay Onright after the game. So, you know, I think that's the calling for him to be fired part of it. Not really saying in a different world this would be a fireable offense potentially if you weren't just bringing this team up to the conference final. No, of course not. Give me a break. Kevin the Medium. Kevin the Medium checking in from Calgary, Alberta. Moose, it looks like you've reached the end of your time. Thanks for your contributions. Talk to you later. You Thank you. Arash Madani. Arash Madani joins us next. It's always good. We'll be right back live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live.
Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me, or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Everybody, we are brought to you in part by Common Crown Brewing Company. They have the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment. Visit commoncrown.ca to check out their full lineup. Okay, Arash Madani joins us now on video chat to talk NFL Championship Sunday. And I apologize, my guy. I thought, were you in Baltimore? Were you in San Francisco? Where were you on Sunday? I was in Baltimore yesterday. Uh... Oh, I thought you were. Somebody told me you're in San Fran. I saw all the purple in your video. Okay, I apologize. Go. Um, what if I told you, Rod, that Kansas City and their high-power offense with Mahomes and Kelsey, et cetera, would be shut out in the second half and would win? What if I told you that I coming into the game? Yeah. With, with the NFL MVP, with the number one rushing offense in the league, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, so much is about 15 and 87, and I get it. I get it. Mahomes and Kelsey are right there with Montana and Rice and Brady and Gronk and Aikman and Nervin and Bradshaw and Stallworth, whatever you want to say. But yesterday was a defensive masterpiece that just seems to have gotten lost in the shuffle of star power in a star-driven league. How much, before you left town, how much heat? Did you feel the heat on Lamar Jackson, though? Because he, he wasn't that good Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I disagree. He, he was off. He was bad. Lamar Jackson didn't fumble the ball at the goal line. Lamar Jackson wasn't the one who abandoned the run. Baltimore's running backs carried the football six times in that game. Six. We're talking about a team that this season, when they rushed the ball 25 times or more, went 14-1, and Roddy. And when they didn't, they were 0-4. It felt just as a team, the Ravens completely lost the plot on the game. Okay, Lamar misfired, no question about it. But then, you know, so many different areas we can point at where the Ravens absolutely failed. And John Harbaugh seems to be getting a free pass on this. Todd Munkin, their play caller, you know, is is getting a free pass on this. And the fact that, you know, again, the running backs carried the ball six times in that football game. Um, That's a major problem. Thoughts on San Francisco opening as a one-point favorite in Super Bowl 58 at our official betting partner, Bet Regal. But the Niners are favored at all. It's a surprise to me. 
yeah, I, I, I know where you're coming from. Um, when was the last time San Francisco played a good, clean, thorough football game? I don't, I don't know. Um, the, the Kansas City story is amazing. Because if you go back to Christmas night, they lose to the Raiders. And it's that stretch of time where Casey's lost three out of four, where they're, they're begging for flags on a Sunday night against Green Bay and they don't come, where the Kadarius Tony lined up offside penalty against Buffalo happens, and Andy Reid gets fined, and Patrick Mahomes throwing stuff and having a tantrum. And then against a division opponent on Christmas night, they only score two touchdowns. And Roddy, they drop to nine and six, and you're starting to wonder, is this it? Is the era over? And they haven't lost since. So I, I, to answer your question, I don't know what to make of the line because I don't know what to make of Brock Birdie in these playoffs. He hasn't looked good. San Francisco's defense has just been an adventure, and yet they find themselves in the Super Bowl against a team that five weeks ago we thought was basically on life support. Um, Get in, get hot. It's the tournament, right? Get healthy, and and you just never know what's going to happen. I thought the Chiefs were done that night that you're talking about, and I think they relish in people thinking that. Uh, they, you've been around these guys your whole life just like me. They love being disrespected because they want to come out and jam it down your throat, right? They live for that, which kind of dovetails me a bit into the Dan Campbell situation. Where are you on the criticism he's facing for the going forward on fourth down situation and not converting Sunday for the Detroit Lions. I have a lot of thoughts on it. Um, before we get into Campbell, you know what I find amazing is that, you know, you think about how a football game unfolds and how a football game is won and lost. It wasn't Dan Campbell's fault that Reynolds dropped two wide open balls that completely changes the complexion of the football game. That's not on Dan Campbell, okay? When San Francisco's kind of in, in the, the ICU in the third quarter, down 24-10, you know, deep ball from Purdy for IU, it wasn't Dan Campbell's fault that the ball literally went off Kindle Vildor's face mask and hands and into the hands of IU that leads to a touchdown. That's not on Dan Campbell either. It was a calamity of errors across the board in that second half. You know, they, they get outscored 17-zip in the third quarter. They, they just couldn't get out of their own way in the fourth. Now, the field goal decisions, I understand. But I watch a lot of NFC North football, Roddy, as you know. You see the purple Vikings uh, uh, pillow behind me. This is who the Lions have been all year. This has been their DNA. This is what's gotten them here. And for good and for bad. Remember Thanksgiving against Green Bay? Faking a punt deep in their own territory? This is, this is what you do. And it's funny because I'm standing there in the post-game press conference last night, and Patrick Mahomes talked about how Andy Reid is just so steady. He is the same guy every day. You wouldn't know if they've won or they've lost, whatever. As players, if a coach starts to waver, if he completely changes things up, you start to wonder, is he getting tight? Uh, I understand the criticism on Campbell. 
I understand the it's not week eight. It's the NFC Championship game. Go up three scores, take the points, tie the game. But I also I also understand where they were coming from, and I also know that Detroit. There were a lot of people who contributed to the Lions completely melting down in that second half, and it wasn't just the head coach. Yeah, yeah, a lot of drops, as you say. Um, for the sake of our Vikings fan viewers, of which we have a lot, do you think Kirk Cousins is back? What's what's the scuttlebutt? I, I think he is going to be back. Um, I think he's going to be back because I think the Vikings are going to pay him. Uh, his dead cap number is significant if they don't. I think they looked at it this year and said, okay, well, Mullins didn't work and Dobbs didn't work and Jaron Hall's not ready and we want to be somewhat competitive. We need him. You look around the league, what else is out there that's available uh, to them? I, I think Cousins wants to be there, and as long as they pay him, I think he's going to return. Um, I, I also don't know where else he's going to go. You know, like uh, obviously there's going to be offers and opportunities, but this could be his, this could be Cousins' third straight year in the same offense, which he has not had ever in his career. And that continuity coming off an Achilles can help him, you know, basically at this point, he is a year-by-year guy um, going, into, uh, going into free agency after the 24 season. Gotcha. Uh, hey, while I have you, because I don't know if I'll talk to you before Super Bowl 58, you are hereby cordially invited to join us at the Clark County Amphitheater. Lee Steinberg, Ryan Leaf, and myself, Earl Campbell, and the Sober Bowl. I'll be moderating a panel there. It goes all day leading up to the game. So, I'll send you transportation. We got your ticket. Whatever you need, my dog, you're invited, okay? I appreciate it. Uh, it'll be great to see you. I also love to meet Ryan Leaf. I was born in Pullman, Washington. Uh, so deep down, I'm a coog. And uh, I still remember my dad on January 1st screaming for my sister and I to come downstairs because the mighty Cougs were in the Rose Bowl. And Ryan Leaf, uh, Ryan Leaf got the Cougs there. So it'll be, uh, it'll be great to well, see you, you and visit with the crew. All right, my man. Thanks for this. Appreciate it, Arash. See you in Vegas, Roddy. Sportsnet's Arash Madani dropping dimes on Championship Sunday. Coming right back with a sports update and audience takeover in overtime after this. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Yes, 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 yes. It's just me in the studio. Me and you here for overtime, uh, where, by the way, Randy started that place with his wonderful uh, wife, Michelle, and grew up an Otters fan. Now he's a Flames fan. Smart guy. Overtime hockey lanes in Calgary. 28th Street Northeast, just a slap shot away from the old Crossroads uh, market. Just step in the flea market. Step in there and see all the cool things they got going on at Overtime Hockey Lanes. Day camps for kids. 
obviously team building opportunities. It's got a licensed restaurant and bar. <laughs> Is it just me or does it sound like heaven? Overtime hockey lanes in Calgary. Check them out. Tell them Rod sent you. We got a lot going on on the table today. I told you this was going to be a great show. We covered a heck of a lot of ground. Um, I, <laughs> Natasha in Winnipeg writes in, thank you. She's watching on the text line 902-518-3033. And she says, the Karen equivalent is a Dave. LOL. Missed you guys. Go I Chiefs. Take. That's Natasha. Because I was saying some Karen, but it's a guy named Morgan got all in our face about our poll question today that says, did Dan Campbell cost the Lions the win on Sunday? And the guy goes, the Lions coach's name's Rick, and they haven't played since November, the BC Lions. I'm like, you know what? Why? Um, not every action needs a reaction, Rod. Um, regarding those that just, for some reason, felt it was their business, that when I went deep sea fishing on Sunday and we caught this 40-foot sailfish, the people that were saying, I hope you threw it back. What business is it of yours? I didn't know that was a thing. And then I realized, as it was explained to me by the guys I was fishing with, Brent, Josh, and Elijah, and that's the uh, animal rights activist, which there is a place for. There's no doubt. No doubt. You do you. But we're going to do us. Is that okay? Herb in Melville writes in and says, screw the naysayers regarding fishing, hunting, rodeo. We enjoy what we do. He says, screw the tree huggers and environmentalists. Comments from the peanut gallery do not necessarily reflect those of the network radio station. Did I say it right? That's from Herb. I just remember watching, uh, walking. <laughs> it's interesting I have my rodeo clown shirt on today. Not one person's written in today and made fun of my clothing, so that's good. It's my, uh, from the whole life, it's a Florida clothing brand, and they made me a line of clothing for the RP show. They love it in Florida Panthers colors. But it does kind of feel like a rodeo clown. Doesn't it look like a rodeo or a bullfighter? I just remember walking <laughs> into the pro bull riding at PBR in Moose Jaw, in the Rempel Temple. And there was people standing out front, handing out flyers. Oh, what do you guys got? Get out of my way. David in Winnipeg writes in and says, the Detroit Lions played some catch and release. They had the lead, then they gave it away. Hey, I get it. Trust me. Which, by the way, I put in my 10 weekend things column that I write every Sunday that we were going sport fishing. I told the world that we were not going to keep these fish, so why do I got to tell you? It's like sport betting. We bet on sports not using any money or lunch. It's great. Sport betting. We invented it. Sport fishing. We catch fish for sport. Now, after today, I'll move on. It's been a bit of a theme for today, as you can tell. Uh, tonight, the Ottawa Senators play host to the Nashville Predators in tonight's lone game in the National Hockey League. The Sens have lost two in a row and sit in last place in the Eastern Conference. The Predators, meanwhile, are coming off a 4-1 loss in Edmonton on Saturday. All the world will be watching tonight, this game tonight in Ottawa. I would think Nashville will 
mop the floor with them, but we'll see. Canada's Shea Gilgis-Alexander and the Oklahoma City Thunder host the Minnesota Timberwolves in a marquee matchup in the NBA tonight. The Thunder and T-Wolves are tied for first in the West. Also tonight, veteran coach Doc Rivers makes his debut with Milwaukee as the Bucks open a five-game road trip against the reigning champion Denver Nuggets. While we have a minute, I need your help, although I feel like no I've kind of put this out and nobody's answered it yet. To uh, our audience, I don't like what artificial intelligence is doing to our phones and our browsing. Because in the past, I follow enough NBA accounts. I kind of want to know what's going on in the NBA, even though I don't search it out. Now I don't get any NBA information shoved in my face. All I'm getting is hockey, football, and recovery stuff. I only found out about the coach of the Bucks being fired because uh, it happened to run across the ticker on ESPN. I don't see any NBA coverage anymore because somewhere, somehow, someone, is it Apple, is it Google, I don't know, is dictating what I see. Story for another time, but there's been other agencies that have been doing that for years. Now they call it AI. Censorship is really what it is, and it's annoying. Our sports updates brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, The Beekeeper. It's starring Jason Statham, Josh Hutcherson, Jeremy Irons, Dan Lee, Minnie Driver, and from the director of Fury and End of Watch. In theaters now, The Beekeeper. And we're also brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. Hey, Ryan in upstate New York. He says, excellent show as always, Rod. Have a great Monday, squad. Enjoy whichever sport you watch tonight. What if it's sport fishing? There's not a lot going on. Well, not in my world. There's no football. The Raptors aren't playing. There's one NHL game, although they're, I guess we could watch other sports. Did you see the high school hockey game in Minnesota played in the outdoor football stadium? That was pretty awesome. Somebody in Canada needs to step up and play some out, more outdoor hockey. Monty writes in and says, I love overtime. Where's Moose? He's not here every day, Moose. Uh, Monty, we don't bring Moose in for overtime. It's only been 1,168 shows. Moose ain't here for overtime. Um, Alan, ah, we don't have time. We'll get into it tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same station, same place. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.